You're listening to the PMO Strategies Podcast, where PMO leaders become impact drivers. This is episode 234. Hey there, Impact Driver. Welcome to the PMO Strategies Podcast. I am your host, Laura Bernard. Today, we're going to talk about something a little different. I get a lot of questions from people about what it takes to run the kind of company we have. Sometimes people will say, I want to run a business just like you. And then I laugh and say, no, you don't. Trust me. <laughs> but really, there are some pretty cool things that we get to do in this world. And we built a really cool brand and get to work with a lot of really great clients and have a lot of fun with all the people we get to work with. It's just, it's awesome. So there are some really great things about it. But what people don't know is what it actually takes to build a business like this. And so I want to give you a little bit of behind the scenes on our company, what we do, how we do it, and some things to think about if you are interested in starting your own small business someday. So if you are one of those people that has thought, gosh, I'd love to have a business like that someday, definitely hang around for this episode. But also, you might be somebody that is an employee now, but has been thinking about starting your own business, or maybe you are unemployed right now, and so you've been thinking maybe this is the time for you to take the big leap and start your own consulting or training or coaching company. Or you might just want to take advantage of this gig economy and do your own independent consulting, for example. Or you could be like me, I would say back in about 2011, when starting my own company had never even crossed my mind. In fact, I've been running this company for 10 years, and I actually never intended to start my own company. So even if you think that you're not going to start your own small business at some point in the future, you may want to hang around and just listen to what I'm sharing here just to keep in the back of your mind because you never know. Same thing could happen to you where the opportunity presented itself and you decided to take the leap just like I did, even though that had never been in the plans. So if it's ever crossed your mind to start your own business or you've already started one and you want some techniques and tips and suggestions for growing that business, or you just want to keep this in the back of your mind for some day in the future when you might decide that starting your own company is the right thing for you. So hang around. We'll talk through a few of these things today, and I'd love to know what you think. Okay, first things first, I'm going to share a little bit of my background and this business and some things I've never shared before about why this company even exists. So back in, I would say, somewhere around 2010, 2011, I was happily working in corporate and I'd built myself an internal brand and had a great resume of a lot of experience in the PMOs and strategy delivery and business transformation. And I had been heavily recruited to different companies that I went to work for over the years to do that kind of work. And I was good at it. I was very good at it. A lot of what I share with you now is based on the things I learned in the 15 years I worked inside organizations building and running PMOs and strategy and transformation teams. So I knew what I was doing after I learned a lot of things the hard way, of course, but that's what this whole podcast is about, is saving you from having to learn things the hard way. So 
I didn't plan on starting my own business, but what was happening is I was on the board of PMI chapters, the Project Management Institute, and I would get asked to speak on stages about PMOs. And it would go a little something like this. Hey, we need a speaker for a big annual conference, or we're going to do a speaker panel and we'd love to have you, the PMO lady, because, you know, I talked about it all the time, even as an employee, you know a lot about PMOs. Why don't you just come talk on this panel about what you've learned? And I was still in corporate when I did that. And in fact, one of my closest friends, shout out to Mike Hannon, who's been on this podcast in the past and one of my closest friends, he had to spend time with me and coach me through the very severe fear that I was dealing with having to speak on a panel. You see, that was way outside of my comfort zone. I would speak in small groups, giving presentations inside my companies, but I was never going to speak on a stage. No way, that wasn't me. And it's so funny because a lot of people don't know this about me because they see me speaking on big stages now and they just assume I've always done it. I mean, look, we've got hundreds of episodes of this podcast. Oh, no, my friend. I was terrified. So Mike spent hours and hours with me helping me prepare for all the questions I might get as a part of a speaker panel. I was so terrified, but I did it and I was nervous and something really cool happened in that panel discussion. You see, everyone was talking about all of these things related to PMOs and there were some other experts on this panel and we had some really great discussion going. But then someone in the audience said something that really triggered me. And it was about how PMOs and project managers should just automatically get their seat at the table. And why don't the executives understand the value that they bring? And it should just be assumed that project managers know what they're doing and executives should listen and on and on this person went. Now, this wasn't one of the people on the panel. This was in the open Q&A part. So this is somebody from the audience who is just saying, I don't understand. We should just have our seat at the table. We shouldn't have to do anything to earn it. Why don't executives get us? And that triggered me. And if you listen to this podcast regularly, you will know exactly why, right? Because that's not exactly the kind of attitude we need to have. In fact, to earn your seat at the table as a project manager, a PMO leader, and really be respected and valued by your executives it's not about them getting you at all. It's about you getting them. So I heard this question and something shifted in me in that conversation. As soon as I heard the question, I said, give me the microphone <laughs> and immediately explained to, this, to the hundreds of people that were in this room why what they were thinking and that whole attitude was what was wrong with project management and PMOs at the time. So many people were feeling entitled and shoving their process and project management speak on executives and not understanding why it wasn't working. Now, of course, if you're listening to this episode, you get my whole thing on that. And we just talked about it a little. So I won't go into too much of that here. We've got 200 episodes that talk about all of that. But the point is something changed in me. You see, I now finally, for the first time, clearly understood that there were things that I knew that I was almost taking for granted and assumed that other people knew. You see, I felt like why would anybody want to listen to me when I was preparing for the panel discussion? I had imposter syndrome. 
And I'll do another episode about imposter syndrome more because it's very real and it can hold a lot of people back. In fact, you might have a little bit of it yourself. The reason Mike had to come up and spend hours and hours with me at my office, an hour away from where he lived, to just help me brainstorm about all the possible things that I could possibly need to answer as a part of this panel discussion was because I was thinking to myself, who am I and why should anybody listen to what I had to say? And that was very real for me. You see, I understood inside my company why people should listen to what I was saying because they were paying me a good amount of money to help them with things that I knew that they didn't. But in a panel discussion on PMOs with experts in this space and hundreds of people in the room, no way. So I was dealing with some pretty bad imposter syndrome until I realized that I did know things that the people in the audience didn't know and that I did have experiences that were worth sharing with people and that there was value in sharing what I knew. And it wasn't just that because that still made me nervous. And even if the imposter syndrome went away, there was still another thing there that I hadn't quite understood. Me being nervous about speaking on that stage was making it all about me. When in fact, it was really about the people in the audience. And what I finally realized when I was grabbing the microphone and saying, hold on, my friend, you've got it all wrong. You need to think about it differently and let me tell you what I have learned over all these years of doing this work. I shifted my whole mindset from making it about me to making it about them. And when I did that, I was immediately in flow. What I had memorized, what I had prepared for and planned for didn't matter anymore because I was helping someone that desperately needed it if they were ever going to get that seat at the table. So when that shift happened in me, and this was well before I started my own company, I started getting hungry to help other people. I stopped making it about who am I, and I started making it about who are they and how can I help them succeed? A light bulb went off for me and a passion started burning inside me that could only be addressed by eventually starting my own business and being able to serve not just one company and one group of people in one organization, but being able to help so many people that needed it. I could help many companies. I could help many PMO leaders. I could help all of the PMO leaders that were coming after me that didn't know what I knew. If you've been following the podcast for a while or been to some of our webinars or the Impact Summit or all the other things that we do or see me speak on stage, you may have heard me say, I wish I had me when I was you. And I mean that. And that's very important to me because what it means is I wish somebody would have grabbed the microphone and told me, hold on, my friend, that's not what you want to be thinking and that's not going to help you succeed. Let me fast track things for you. Let me give you a shortcut. Let me give you a much faster way to success than the path you're going down now. That's why I started PMO Strategies is because I was passionate about helping PMO leaders and executives to have a much easier path forward, to be able to achieve their goals, do really big things and make a much bigger impact. Because when PMO and strategy delivery leaders in organizations 
have what they need to thrive, that organization is going to thrive. And if that organization is going to thrive, they're going to be able to do the things they do to serve the clients and make the difference that they make in the world. They'll be able to make people's lives better. How cool is that? When that triggered for me, I knew I had to start my own company. I knew that I had to go help more people. And that passion is what has helped PMO Strategies become a global brand and earn us a reputation of the go-to company to get things done. The go-to company, if you really want to help your organization thrive and make a bigger impact and deliver your strategy with a higher return on investment much faster. That is for real, my friend. But it didn't just happen overnight. It took a lot of learning lessons, trying things out, doing things the hard way, figuring out that what we were doing wasn't going to work and making a shift and a pivot and adding different services and capabilities. It's been a decade now of learning a lot. And so here I find myself again a decade into this company saying to other small business owners, gosh, I really wish I had me when I was you. When I started my company in 2013, I wish somebody would have told me, don't do this, don't do that, do this instead. Here's what you should be thinking about. Here's what you don't want to do. Don't waste your time with this. Oh, here's some really cool tech that you can use, but don't do tech too early, but make sure you do it early enough. Oh, and by the way, hire earlier than you think you can afford it. And all the other things that people would tell me. I didn't have a lot of that when I first got started and also made some mistakes since building this business in the early years that I would definitely do differently today. So when I have all these people coming to me saying, I want to build a business like you, or I would love to go into consulting, or can we work together, or you do some really cool training programs, I'd love to train people or coach people. It's really cool because I find myself saying the same things I was saying to other PMO leaders a decade ago, I find myself doing that same kind of thing now with my peers or people that want to start their own business or consult or train or coach. And now that's inspired us to do something pretty cool. So now we have created our own program called the Impact Engine Consultant Mentorship Program, which is designed to help people that are trying to start their own small business, do gig consulting or training, or have a business that really needs to take off but hasn't yet, we've found a way to support people in that space and build a program specifically for them. So I'm going to get into some of the things that I think are important for you to think about if you've been interested in starting your own company. And you never know, you might be somebody that would be a good fit for that consultant program. We've just launched it. It's a year-long mentorship and coaching program that we're doing starting in January of 2024. So depending on when you're listening to this episode, it might already be live or just kicking off. But you can learn more about it at pmostrategies.com forward slash consultant. And don't worry, it's for you if you're doing consulting or training or coaching, but you can just find it at pmostrategies.com forward slash consultant. So if it does sound like that's something that you're interested in checking out, definitely go there soon because we're starting with our very first cohort and we're going to take a very limited number of people to take them through this year-long program so that they can help us build it in a way that works exactly for them. But, and my friend Mike Hannon that I mentioned already, well, he's going to do it with me because he taught me everything 
I know about sales and business development. In fact, he sat by my side for the first, I don't know how many business proposals I ever wrote a decade ago. He helped me learn how to write a business proposal, how to talk about it, how to sell our services, how to price them. And so I figured that's something that I want to be able to share with you. And he's so good at it. And I'm still learning stuff from him now a decade later. So he's going to actually run this coaching program with me. He's an excellent trainer and coach. And by the way, started his company the same year I started my company. So we both have 10 years of experience in building businesses. So he's going to join. And then we have a bunch of other specialists that are going to come in and share different expertise on marketing and sales and whatever this cohort decides they need, we'll find the people to help them do that. In the meantime, I want to give you some suggestions on things to think about if you are thinking about starting your own business or you have a small business now and it might not be doing all that you hope it would. Because there's some things you really need to get clear on that I wish somebody would have told me about when I was first getting started. And I will tell you, I was a consumer of information. I have been in a lot of mentorship programs, mastermind programs, consultant training development programs, coaching programs, and did I say training programs? I've taken a lot of courses. I'm also a big advocate for podcasts and have listened to, I don't know, probably a thousand podcast episodes on different topics related to building a business and all the things that come with it. And we also have a pretty big and robust set of services and capabilities we provide today. For example, in our own company, we have the Impact Engine System, which is a training and implementation program that helps you build or elevate a PMO or a strategy delivery function. We have people that take that program that are inside organizations as a PMO or strategy delivery leader, and they're working towards their certification specifically for the Impact Engine system. But we also have people that take that program if they are building their own consulting practice because it gives you a really clear, rich framework for implementing consulting services in your client organizations. So we have that Impact Engine system. We have a mastermind coaching program. So if you're thinking that you like coaching, that's another thing that we do for this industry is a mastermind coaching program that meets live on a regular basis, has this whole coaching forum, tons of training and resources. Of course, we do tons of other training programs in our company. We, of course, have this podcast, right? So you're listening to the podcast. We have this podcast. For years before I started the podcast, I actually did a blog. So that was the first way that I got my message out there and started to articulate my thoughts and my position and what I valued and what I believed about PMOs and project management. So I did a blog for several years, switched to a podcast because that's the way I like to digest content. And I think it's super helpful for people that are so busy and on the go and moving constantly. They may not have time to sit still and read. I usually listen to podcast episodes when I'm driving or going for a run or things like that. Let's see, what else do we do? We have a huge consulting practice, which is going really well. We help different companies all over the world with our consulting services. So we bring consultants in who work with various organizations that are looking to build or upscale their strategy delivery, project management, PMO capabilities, 
and all kinds of other leadership development and capability development programs. And of course, we also host the world's largest virtual conference specifically for PMO and strategy delivery leaders called the Impact Summit. I've also built a business as a professional speaker. So I have a professional speaking business as well. And in 2024, the Impact Engine book is coming out. So I will officially be a book author. So that's a lot of different stuff. And I'm probably forgetting a few things because there's so many. But just because we do all those things doesn't mean you should. I tell you that so that you can see that you might be thinking, you know what, I want to write books or I only want to speak on stages or I only want to do coaching. And first and foremost, I love that you're getting laser focused because that's the very first thing that I would tell you if you are in our consultant program is how to get laser focused and pick one thing and decide how you're going to serve this market with that one thing. When I started PMO Strategies, I started it only doing consulting and I loved it and it was great and we had great clients and it was wonderful to be able to be hands-on and serve those clients and I hired consultants and we would go in and work with these clients and it was great. And I had some wonderful experiences with that. But then I realized that I was being hired by the C-suite executives and helping a PMO leader in the organization or maybe two or three PMO leaders, but I wanted to reach more PMO and strategy delivery leaders. And that's when I started a training program. And I did an organizational change management training program and PMO programs. And that's where the Impact Engine system that is so popular and helping so many PMO leaders and strategy delivery leaders. And actually now we have a lot of C-suite executives and other folks that take that program. That Impact Engine system started, well, frankly, it started in my head when I was inside organizations learning how to do this work. But I created a training program for that very early in this decade of running PMO strategies. So I created that training program because I wanted to be able to reach more people. And on and on it goes. You get the idea. So I started one training program and then multiple training programs. Then I created a membership program for project managers and PMO leaders. And then we added the mastermind coaching program on, on top of the Impact Engine system. So you have a lot of different ways that you can serve your market and do really cool stuff. And my advice to you is to pick one. It might be the easiest way for you to get started is consulting. And you can be a single one person company, just like I was, and go into consulting and be hands on with your clients and build a practice that way. And for many people, that's plenty. You're good there. You can make a nice salary being a full-time independent consultant. That's one way you could start and might be the only thing you ever do. Or you might have a real passion for coaching and might want to be involved in coaching people as they're doing the kind of work that you love to do. We're actually adding private coaches that can coach following our impact engine system inside our mastermind. We have coaches that we train that learn and apply the impact engine system, and then they are able to coach people in our mastermind and make money that way, which can be very lucrative as well. So you can do consulting, you can do coaching, you could build your own training program. We have people that are in our consultant mentorship program that 
are building a training business and have their own spin on the way they teach project management, for example. So there's a lot of really cool ways that you can serve a market. You've got to figure out what is the thing that really lights you up. That's where you start. Now, a lot of people say, well, you've got to figure out your target market and you've got to figure out who you're going to serve. Yeah, but who you're going to serve is going to be based on the way you want to serve them. So while I agree, you don't want to necessarily take a hobby and make that your full-time job because there's a lot of problems with that. We can get into it another time. You do want to make sure that you pick something that you care about, something that is your unique special talent, something you do well today and make that your starting point. Don't just create a consulting business because you think that's the only way to be independent. It's not. You could do training, you could do coaching, you could do all kinds of cool stuff. And that's part of what we're gonna help people in our consultant mentorship program figure out is what's the way you can do something you're good at that you love that will help people. And then once we figure out that, we're going to work with those people to help them figure out how to find the right market, who needs the thing that you really want to do, who's willing to pay for the thing that you really love to do, and how can you turn that into a business that gives you more fun, more flexibility, more freedom, and the ability to be your own boss. Now, just a little public service announcement here in case you don't know this. Being your own boss is still hard, but I wouldn't change it for anything. I was just talking to Mike actually today about how there's no way I'd go work for somebody else ever again. I love being my own boss. And in fact, I actually have multiple companies. We have real, I'm a realtor in Florida. I have a real estate business. I do investing and I get to run PMO strategies and I love it. And I love being able to create something that is all mine and share it with this team of people that want to do good work like I do. And there's just nothing that compares to that inside a corporate position. Doesn't mean it's not wonderful. Remember, I had no intentions of ever starting my own business, but for me, there was just nothing like it that I could find in the corporate world. So I did what I'm doing now, and I'll always do something like that. Well, I guess you can never say always, right? Who knows? But it's a lot of fun being a business owner. And while it's hard work and has its own set of different challenges, I wouldn't change it for anything. So if that sounds like you, sounds like something that you'd want to do, then one, I highly suggest you join us in our consultant mentorship program that kicks off in January. We may still have spots in January. I don't know. But I do know that the best prices are right now. So you can find out more about that at pmostrategies.com forward slash consultant. And if you're not in a place where you're thinking about that right now, tuck this information away for someday in the future that your very first step is going to be thinking through what kind of a business would I want to run? How do I love to support people? Who do I love to support? And what can I do to help them make a big impact? And if you're not clear on that, that's the first thing we're going to cover in the mentorship program. Because you've got to really be clear on what your motivation is and 
what success looks like for you. And for me, nothing lights me up in my business as much as helping clients solve really big problems and make a bigger impact. I mean, you know that's what I'm all about, right? It's real through and through. And when I think about how I get to coach my mastermind students and help these other business owners with our mentorship program and help big businesses do really cool things in our consulting world, oh my gosh, it's so much fun. That's what lights me up, helping people and specifically helping people make a bigger impact. So figure out what lights you up, what motivates you, and then how you could help people to solve the kind of problems that they have and use what motivates you and what lights you up to do so. The next thing you'll want to think about is what kind of expertise do you have? What do you know? And what do you not know that you need to learn? So if you know about the PMO space, for example, but you don't have a lot of experience as a coach, well, you need to learn how to be a good coach and you need to learn how to build a business that will bring you clients so that you can constantly have an influx of clients in the coaching space, which means you're going to need to learn how to build your brand and get recognized in the industry and create a sales process and a sales funnel for bringing those people in. Same with consulting or training or anything that you want to do. You're going to have to figure out what you do know, which might be your expertise in the space, and what you don't know, which is where you're going to have to go find the resources and the people to teach you those things. And once you've tackled those steps, you're going to need to build out that business model. Here's the services, here's how we're going to deliver them, and here's what success looks like for us. Then when you're ready to actually set up this business, there's a few things to consider. So in the U.S., there's a lot of different business models that you can set up. For example, you can be a sole proprietor and just use your social security number as your tax ID and not set up any other business structure. I'd still recommend you get some kind of business insurance, but you don't have to necessarily create an LLC or an S-corp or a C-corp or all of the other things that you need to do. And it might be different for you in your different countries. But in the U.S., for example, there's a different kinds of structures to your business that you can set up. And there's a lot of things you need to think about about those different business structures. For example, you might be a limited liability company, but you might want to file your taxes as an S-corp. And when you're a certain size, it makes sense to do so. So these are all the kinds of things that you need to learn about and know about and find a way to fast track so that you don't spend months and months just trying to figure out what type of corporation you're setting up. And then, of course, you're going to need to be thinking about a real business plan for that business. I mean, you know we have to plan just like everybody else, right? We tell everyone else to plan. Well, we've got a plan too. So you need to be thinking about what that business model should look like, what that business plan is going to be, what services you're going to put in place, when you're going to roll out those services, how you're going to find your target market, how you're going to sell to this market, what is your proposal going to look like, what is your pricing, so many questions, and I'm just getting started, but these are the kinds of things you want to be thinking about when you want to start this business. You don't want to just put up a shingle, if you will, and all of a sudden say, poof, I have a company, because, well, those of you listening right now that tried that know that that doesn't really work. You got to have a solid plan, and you've got to know what you're going to do in order to build this business for real from the ground up. 
So I don't want to overwhelm you because if you're thinking about going down this path, I don't want to turn you off from it because it's amazing. And there's so many great things that you can be doing to create that fun and the freedom and the flexibility with being a business owner. However, I do want you to know that it will be some work and you are going to want to have someone or someones or a team by your side to help you figure this out. We have a person that we've hired full-time on our team that actually helps people set up small businesses and build operational functions. She's one of the people helping us build out this consultant mentorship program we're doing because you need a team of experts. So wherever you find those experts, whether it's with us in our mentorship program or elsewhere, know that you should not go on this journey alone. You will need to take some training, expose yourself to the different ways that you can set this business up and get a clear business plan in place. One of my secrets to success has been an advisory group that I've been working with. And Mike Hannon that I've mentioned in this episode is one of the people on that advisory group. We have been helping each other with our businesses for a decade. And so you're going to want to find a group of people that can support each other and share knowledge and learn together and brainstorm with and help you think through some of the ideas you have. So consider that when you're thinking about this business and what you want it to become. Never, ever, ever go on the journey alone. Always have a team of people by your side supporting you, advising you, challenging you, giving you suggestions, and also just being there to listen when you need to vent or share your frustration or just be there to help you through the challenges that come with doing anything that you really care about and doing it well. So my last bit of advice for you would be to figure out who your people are that you're going to have go on this journey with you. I'm sure you've heard it takes a village to raise a family. Well, it also takes a village to build a business. You've got to have people by your side that have your back, that believe in you, that you can count on to help you every step of the way. That's the secret to success is never going on any kind of transformation journey, any change journey, starting anything that you really care about alone. Always have people by your side. So whether it's us in this consultant mentorship program where we're going to be helping current and future trainers and coaches and consultants build their business to deliver strategy delivery capability or PMOs or project management capability in organizations, or you find people somewhere else in your community, in your network, just find people that are really going to be by your side and have your back. And do know that at some point you will need to make an investment if you want your business to grow. I can tell you that the very first year before I had any money in the bank, I spent $10,000. And this was 10 years ago. I spent $10,000 before I had money coming in to join a week-long intensive with nine other small business CEOs and I learned so much in that one week that helped my business grow quickly and have since spent hundreds of thousands of dollars over the last decade on training programs and mentorship programs and coaching programs and all the things, advisors and strategists. And what I learned in those programs is why I have the business I have today. 
So keep that in mind as you're thinking about what kind of a business you want to run and how seriously you want to take it and what it will look like. And know that if you're serious about making this business thrive, you will need to invest time and money and resources just like your CEO in the company you might be working in now has to invest time and money and resources in order to make the changes that they're trying to make as a business. You will need to do the same thing in yours. You will need to be making executive level decisions about where and how to invest your very limited resources to build a business that makes an impact. So I'll share one last piece of advice with you that I heard very early in my business and made a lot of sense to me and is why I have the business I have today. I heard someone say, why would your clients invest in you if you aren't willing to invest in yourself? So spend a little time thinking about what that path looks like for you. If you have a business already and you need to elevate it and get more clients or build your brand, consider what you'll need to do to do that. If you haven't started a business yet, but you want to and you're ready to get started now, get your plan. Think about what you're passionate about. Get started with writing down what it is that you need in order to be successful. And then if you are thinking, yep, I listened. I'm not starting my own company right now. Not going to happen. Okay. But keep what I'm telling you in the back of your mind, because you could be like I was before I started my company with no intentions of ever doing so. And then an opportunity presents itself and you just can't pass it up. All right, Impact Driver, that's it for this episode. I am so honored to be on this journey with you. Thank you for listening all the way through. I hope you learned a few things today that you can apply no matter where you are on the journey of making a big impact, either inside an organization or with several companies with your own business. And if you are interested in joining the Consultant Mentorship Program, it is a year-long program of support, guidance, resources, training, access to our game-changing implementation program and your peers that are also doing the same work so that you have people to talk to, connect with, partner with, and solve bigger problems with. And that's all going to be inside that program. You can learn more about at pmostrategies.com forward slash consultant. That's pmostrategies.com forward slash consultant. If that program's right for you, I cannot wait to see you there. Speaking of making investments in yourself, next week is going to be all about our podcast review list of the episodes we covered this year and my suggestions on which ones you might want to check out while you're on your holiday travels or getting a little downtime toward the end of the year and putting your impact plans in place for how you're going to do some really cool things in 2024. Until next week, my friend. Bye-bye for now. 